today I have with me Nino Casanova. How are you doing today? I'm good, I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing well, I'm doing well. It's been a long day already, but I mean, it's not over yet, so you can do more stuff. Definitely right about that. All right, so I've known you for a long time. It, it feels like a long time. It's probably been a couple years, but it Definitely. feels like a very long time. So one thing that I don't even know is how did you come up with your name, your stage name, Nino Casanova? Okay, so it's a combination of two things. Mm -hmm. So one, um, like growing up, a lot of people, a lot of people uh, say I resemble Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I had a flat top and all that, that and so like <laughs> New Jack City, Nino was something that I got called. Mm -hmm. um, so that even stuck with me through college. Uh, my real name is Vincent, people have called me Vino, but like, uh, I, what I did is I stuck with Nino and I took out the I and used the E to separate myself. Um, and then Casanova actually came from my mom and my play a uh, music fraternity called Bobby Mafla. And uh, my line name was Casanova, but the way they spelled it was with a C. And it was basically like Casa Dash Nova, meaning home star. Mm -hmm. So, like, they saw a star potential in me then. So, yeah. like, but, like, yeah, so I kind of just put that together and, like, formed it in my own way. That's so, dope. That's dope. You got, like, a backstory to go with your name and everything. Because most people are like, oh, yeah, that just sounded cool. So, I'm going <laughs> to just stick with it. But right. I like when, when people have meaning behind their name. So, for the viewer, or viewers for the listeners who don't really know too much about you like what is like your bio like like where are you from where did you where were you raised at so charleston south carolina um me and my people we moved around a lot in charleston because mm -hmm. you know times it's hard you know got evicted a couple times but like i'm pretty much a downtown kid mm -hmm. i grew up a downtown kid um my church growing up was Ebenezer off of east side but like uh People have seen me or grown up with me in like West Ashley, Palms Apartments. People have seen me mm -hmm. or grown up with me in like off of Dorchester Road. People know me from like, I've been living off of Glen Terrace for a minute. Mm -hmm. um, now I'm back downtown, but like, yeah. I used to live downtown, North Charleston, and a few places. Yeah. Ladson, West Ashley. I think the only place I haven't lived is Somerville and um, on Pleasant. Somerville is growing. Don't go there. It's already, <laughs> it's, it's it getting, it's getting traffic everywhere. Like, you got Next 10. Yeah. I think they're trying to make Next 10 its own city now or something like that. Yeah. So, it's, they got like schools and it's, it's nice over there though. It's real nice, but it's getting a lot. It's getting real jambled up over there and so. stuff. Yeah. So, whenever you come to shows, I've seen you perform a few times. Like, you always have this swag and this confidence to you, and you have your own sense of style. Like, how would you describe your sense of style and how you dress? Um, I don't know. I just like, that's my boy, Mag. Yeah, <laughs> like, the thing is, he's calling me because something really funny is going on right now. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna have to call him back later. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. By the way, um, for y'all don't know, go ahead and check out Young Mattress. Um, that man, he's an artist himself. He can mm -hmm. sing his behind off. Um, me and him got some um, work coming out soon. But um, yeah, I guess like in general, I just like looking or like I like the idea of smooth. Yeah. Like um, for a minute, I was because I was Nino. I was running with the whole like 
somewhat mafia persona mm -hmm. um, type thing, but like my general style is just like it just has to look good and has to be clean. You know what I'm saying? So like that's what that is. Whether or not if it's casual or if you see me up there with a suit jacket or something yeah. like that, a lot of people are familiar with me like um, suits and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But like I just like I just like clean looks. Yeah, cause you always you always come fresh and you just step in the room like, oh yeah, I own it. And that's I feel like that's the kind of confidence any artist should have. Like you already know you're you're the best and you already hold yourself to a high higher standard. And it's like if you don't then other people are going to see that too and they're not going to approach you because you don't have that certain aura to yourself like exactly. oh yeah i'm big i'm this like and pe a lot of people get it confused with like being cocky but it's not even being cocky it's like you know yourself better than you know anybody else exactly. so it's like i know that i'm good why do i have to pretend that i'm not good just for other people's feelings like now i know i'm good i'm going to be great like <laughs> and okay so let's go back 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 Okay. Do you remember the first show that you've ever done? The first show? Yeah, your first show. Like, whether it was small, large, like, just your first time out with a crowd and a mic and spitting and singing. Okay. Uh, honestly, I'll be like, for real, when I went to Winthrop, mm -hmm. I did, like, open mics uh, mm -hmm. there. And, like, literally as a freshman, like, it's crazy. Uh, I had a gummy. Yeah. You know, like a little slanted. <laughs> I had a gummy. Like, and like, I was, my roommate played guitar. Mm -hmm. and so, so I was out there and I did like something with my roommate. Mm -hmm. And like, matter of fact, I can't even say that. High school. High school? High school. Because I was writing music in high school. Yeah. But, like, I wasn't really like in it, in it like that. Because at that point, I was, I was self-conscious about my voice. So I knew I mm -hmm. could write. But like I didn't really see myself much as a singer, mm -hmm. so like, but for a minute I did get with a group of guys, and mm -hmm. like we had like a little trio group. Yeah. And, like we sang um, some music soul child in front of the school, so that's I, I think for like <laughs> me singing wise. Yeah. Whatever, like uh, especially like, and then there was one time I sang an original song in front of the school mm -hmm. in high school. That was more so me performing. Other than that. Um, I've been in front of crowds since I've been little. I mm -hmm. dance a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah, you dance too. You dance good too. Yeah. yeah like I grew, I grew up dancing. Um, I grew up following Usher and Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. um, at one point, I saw Chris Brown as my rival. Yeah. Stuff, like, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like, and then with the whole church, like, a lot of people don't know that I grew up like with a heavy church base. Mm -hmm. Which is ironic because if you knew how I thought now, you'd be like, "What happened?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, I was I was on the choir. I was on the I was on like my branch dance team. I was doing that since I was little. Mm -hmm. So I've been in front of the crowd, but actually being able to do my own music or expose myself in that type of life performing, I mm -hmm. think that really started in high school. So how do you how do you think you you know, grown since the first time you performed, even when you were smaller to dancing, like, how do you think you've grown now? It's, it's way crazy, it's much crazier now, like, I'm trying to get more a hold of it, because mm -hmm. I've learned that when I rap and I sing, whatever, I, I, little, I can do a little jig, yeah. but like, <laughs> me and dancing completely, like how I want, and rapping and singing does not work. Mm -hmm. So I've learned how to bring out my personality more when I perform than anything. And that's what I feel like really captures a lot of energy. Like, yeah, I do a dance move here and there. Like, uh -huh. you know, yeah. you know that, that that's dope. But like, like when, when you really like are staring people down, 
mm-hmm. and you're like singing the hell out your lyrics, like everybody <laughs> like that. That gets people into it. Like, yeah, definitely. Like engaging the crowd is another big thing that I've seen a lot of artists do, and it really boosts them up because they're because you know the girls will be like, oh my god, he's talking to me, like you know type stuff like that. What would you say would be the best show that you've ever done? Whether it be like because of crowd interaction or just because overall like you did the best you think you thought you've ever done at a show um my t- i would say my two most favorite shows um one both of them were at purple buffalo mm-hmm. um please say the one i i hope you're gonna say just uh, go ahead go I, ahead go ahead go ahead i don't know which one you're talking about but there was this one i had on like all black mm-hmm. and like that's when like um but like, i had like my boys come out and like I don't know everybody was just there that yeah. night. everybody was just there that night and so like but that was the first time I've had actually people sing my music mm-hmm. in front of me like with me like on stage. Yeah. And I, it was lit so they were singing ecstasy yeah, I performed ecstasy that night um, oh I wasn't there because I was trying to get you to perform ecstasy so bad I don't remember what show it was but I was like please do it please do it and you just never did it like, <laughs> I have done it. I just, you're not there. Yeah, I'm never done. there when you do it. But, like, so Ecstasy, uh, what's it called? Uh, Double Dutch. Mm-hmm. Got my boy Q Boulevard with me. Like, it, the energy was just crazy. The mm-hmm. energy was just lit. Um, and I think Freedom Fest was pretty dope, too. But, um, yeah. yeah, what are you talking about? Like, what? I, I was talking about one show that you got, Purple Buffalo, where they had two different stages. That's Freedom Fest. Yeah, that no, one. That yeah. Freedom Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that, I think that was the one I was trying to get you to do XD. I don't know if I saw you, like, walking around. I don't know, because I was, like, everywhere. And I was also by myself, so I was just, like, trying to see I everybody. I see that one. No, I don't think so. Yeah. But every time you do it, you're like, oh, yeah, I just did that. And I'm like, are you for real? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, I, how was I not there? Okay, so I know you're talking about Michael Jackson and, like, how you kind of saw Chris Brown as your rival but are they also your inspiration as well like um I would definitely say um more so I think performance wise mm-hmm. they're more my inspiration mm-hmm. music wise I can't necessarily say I see Michael Jackson and Chris Brown as like complete Chris Brown at one point was a musical influence but I yeah. can't say I, I seen them as musical influences because a lot of my musical influences, uh, like, like what's crazy, even though I do like a somewhat an R and B thing, yeah, I have a lot more hip hop influences, like rap influences, um, and then like even the artists, like they're like much harder. Like Biggie's like my one of yeah. my favorite rappers. Like Biggie, between Biggie, Drake, and Lil Wayne. Um, like I think that's how I learned how to rap. Mm-hmm. Like growing, like because you're very lyrical. Like whenever I listen to your lyrics, and you also you still do poetry as well, or you just are you like start with poem and then you turn it into a song kind of deal? Well, like yeah, because like at this I used to write poems, and mm-hmm. actually I started writing poems before I started writing songs. Mm-hmm. Now I can't write a poem to save my life. It turns into a song. <laughs> yeah, like it's just like music. Like the lyrics just automatically flow out now. So yeah, and outside of you know people what what else inspires you like does any type of fashion inspire like any songs like oh man they dress so like debonair like oh let me make a song about me being fly and debonair uh, like i guess like it'll be like experiences mm-hmm. for the most part that inspire me and what uh, like and 
like what I go through and stuff like that. Um, if you listen to some of my songs, like some of my songs, especially some of the ones that are coming out now, mm -hmm. they're literally just describing a vibe in yeah. the time that I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Like it might not feel like a, a particular uh, moment, but the feeling of what's going on is mm -hmm. And so like that, there's that. And then there's other times where I like, I'm literally describing a whole, like just like Jack and Jill, it was like a whole interaction relationship that I like mm -hmm. somewhat had uh, with a female. And like, that one is really dope. I like that yeah. song. That, <laughs> but that, that won't be coming out probably till like December, maybe. So would you say that's your favorite song? That you, I mean, you said it's not coming out till December, but like, you know, what, what Jack, would be Jack your favorite? Jill, Jack and Jill probably is one of my like, most, one of my favorite written songs. Mm -hmm. Like, and like, but, Every once in a while, I go back and find another song that I like that's probably like outdone that. Like if you um, if you listen to Lose Control, mm -hmm. whatever, um, that song, the my mood for the moment, like kind of EP, uh, like that one, I vibe with like completely because I made the beat from scratch yeah. and like I pretty much just got high one night and recorded <laughs> everything. Yeah. I didn't write down anything that night. Mm -hmm. So, so like, everything was like basically freestyle, all like freestyle, yeah. All freestyle, all the feeling, and the song came together. Mm -hmm. and, stuff. and that's all because I saw. I thought I knew, him. but that's all because <laughs> I thought I was Calvin. I was like, if that's if that's why I think he just walked in. A legend just walked in. So. <laughs> but um, but yeah, that song was all all literally all off because uh yeah, just off of feeling, mm -hmm. off of vibe. I was high, I was thinking about some shit, and I was like, all right, cool. But usually I write, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So I'm trying to get my freestyling and like all that together. But, yeah. So are you more appreciative of the song, like if you construct it from start to finish, like beat all the way down to mixing and mastering and everything? Like, are you more appreciative of the song or you're just like appreciative of everything that you've ever like, like ever made? I'm appreciative of everything, but what's funny is that like, I, I really do love the songs that I created from scratch because, like, mm -hmm. they, they sit differently. But, like, depending on the beat that I got, mm -hmm. like, um, if I didn't create it, it allows me to dive in more as an artist. I don't know why, but, like, if I create the beat, I don't tap into it as hard as I would mm -hmm. if somebody else created the beat. So, when that ends up happening, I'm, like, a lot more free to do, like, my yeah. thing or whatever. And it's just, like... What I create out of that, it's just like, dang, where did that come from? Like, yeah. <laughs> so, any features, whether the person is dead or alive, like dream features, like, man, I really want this person. And it doesn't even have to be mainstream, like, yeah. also in the city, like, who would you want to collab with? Because you collab with a lot of people, like, right. you collab with a lot of people, but what is, who is like one person in the city, okay, let's do it like this, one person in the city you would like to collab with again or haven't collab with? And then another person mainstream, dead or alive, that you would want to collab with. Ah, okay. Um, one person in this city. All right. Right now, that one person in the city is tied between between three people. Uh huh. But one of them, Ari. I would say four, but like two of those collabs, I already have on the way. Uh huh. So, oh, okay. So like I could. So okay, I, so don't do those two. So just do the one. Two. Just so do the, the one that you don't. Two, the <laughs> two that are tied is Long Money Phil because I've known him since like 
since like a young yeah and like you know we didn't probably like sometime around like middle school time whatever uh because some circumstances he ended up on one side of town i know i ended up on another but like mm -hmm. that's still like that's still like like a brother to me you know what i'm saying so um and then the other person is uh crucial bgr mm -hmm. and like that's just because like the way crucial raps he just it's he he raps like how pac-man eats yeah and it's just like a constant rhythm and it just it's just every time he <laughs> takes a bite it hits and it's yeah just like, yo i was like that is crazy like dude is like dude is dope other than that most people and that's like rap wise and mm -hmm. i think but yeah most of the guys that i would want to collab with that collab is already on the way or it's mm -hmm. already happening so oh, like, so you doing it so, so like, that means there's more music coming there's more like there's how lot, soon there's more all right so I got a project uh, that's supposed to be dropping next month. Uh huh. Yeah. So next month, like early next month, October, or next month, like, like late like October. Probably late October. It just always make us wait for something. We just always gotta wait, wait, wait. But I, I feel. I got you. I'm gonna drop a single in between that. Oh, okay. See. Okay. Yeah. I can get down with that. I can get down. With music that. video drops next week. Next week, you you just had a music video that just dropped a dance a dance video for yeah, it, for real for real. For real, for real. And then like, Listen, I tried to learn the challenge, but let me tell you something. <laughs> I I was like, you know what? Let me support the bro, and I'ma try. It. And then I looked in the mirror at myself. I said, you know what? He got that because I can't dance for nothing. I can't Yo. dance at all. Hey, it's it's all right. You know what I'm saying? But it's on TikTok. You know, I got a challenge going out. Whoever got the best video by October 16th. Get two hundred dollars, and they get featured in my next music video. Yeah. So like, I mean, yeah, for upcoming music videos. Listen, I tried. I was like, you know what? This this challenge is not. I will support from the outside, but I cannot <laughs> dance on the inside. So. But um, yeah, we had uh, this uh, next uh, song that's about to drop, and a music video uh, stamp on it. Mm -hmm. uh, that was produced by Swayze. Swayze, I've known him since I since like the cradle. And to me, ain't nobody touching him really as yeah. a producer. <laughs> like he's a dope artist too, but as yeah. a producer, ain't nobody touching him. Like he he reminds me of like Metro Boomin mixed mm -hmm. with uh uh what's that boy name? Jetson. Mm -hmm. Jetson May. Metro Boomin and Jetson May. Uh other next to him, I would say uh Devin produced by DM and um P Raw. Mm -hmm. Um, cause P Raw, like he he low key like Zaytoven. Yeah. Just, people just don't even know, but he got them Atlanta connects. Like he he doing his thing. But um, but yeah. So like, there's more music coming out. I'm actually, I'm not even gonna say that. I'm just gonna let y'all know. What? I'm I'm, gonna, I'm just gonna let y'all know for real, for real. The mixtape will be dropping late October. Late October. Yeah. Late October. And then the Jack and Jill in December. Jack and Jill. You're looking at December. No. So. Not now because you said that, I might as well say it. Jack and Jill is going to be a part of the Indigo Deluxe version. So there's a deluxe version of this project that I'm about to drop that's going to drop later with like a whole nother nine songs. Okay, well we're getting, we're just full of surprises today. Yeah. You know what, I'm, I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad that I didn't see you perform Ecstasy. <laughs> I'm not mad that you had to, we had to wait for right. this music. Like, you know what, I'm set. I'm not even upset oh, anymore. Like, like all quarantine, all I've been doing is been in the 
inside like yeah. the studio. So like, mm-hmm. so I, I actually I've been recording music since last November, and I probably didn't stop until June. Uh huh. So like that. So I've oh, been that's like, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's, lot. That's <laughs> a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> yeah. So like I have I have a lot of like the quality stuff I'm waiting to put out, mm-hmm. and then um, I also have some other stuff that I'm working on, and like I know I got features I still got to do and stuff too. Yeah. But, like, yeah. Oh, that that's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. Well, I mean, you know, it's quarantine. Ain't nothing really popping off in the city right now. I mean, stuff is starting to come back, but yeah. not as much as it did before all of this. Because it was jumping. I'm like, dang, they wait until I turn 21 to be like, oh, yeah, so we're going to drop this virus and we're going to stop all parties and not everything. And I'm like, dang, I can't do nothing now still. I mean, it's whatever. I'm going to go ahead and do a shameless plug in here. Um, go ahead. If you feel like you need to go someplace and you can't find no place to go on the real, XO Hookah Lounge off Ashley Phosphate, um, ran by some great people, um, black-owned business, um, and they be popping. Um, my boy uh, Danny Hancho be DJing there. Um, usually, uh, you'll find them there on Taco Tuesdays, which is today. Um, depending on what it is, Wednesday, definitely on Thursdays, because mm-hmm. well, actually wind down Wednesdays is this Wednesday, so they gonna be out there. Wind down Wednesday, wind hold up, I might gotta pop out, you, you know, know, I got a new count, outfit and everything. On wine, you know what I'm saying? And like, it's a dope joint. Um, I know the staff, the staff is really great staff. Mm-hmm. And then like, you got um, the big homie, the pop-up chef who cut, who's out there making food. And that man yeah. can cook, man. That man can cook. <laughs> Like, I might gotta step out though, like gotta, for real. Step out, for real. I got my pop out a little bit or whatever, you know. You know what I'm Make so, a little entrance. Look, flawless <laughs> Fridays they be going in on Fridays and Saturdays. Those be the nights, mm-hmm. you know. And like they don't serve uh, hard liquor, but you can definitely get you some wine. You That's fine. I some, I like wine too. Look, wine, wine, wine gets you right hey, though. People you. people be sleeping on wine, but it really it makes me feel real good. I like I like some wine. Yeah. <laughs> um so what would be your dream tour like you headlining who would you have perform you know under you i wouldn't can't really say under you but who would you have perform with you on tour like this is your tour now you're right. you're the top dog all right so it's my tour mainstream or local when you brought in the horizon for you all right so if that's the case i would definitely have to uh um, two guys that I definitely have to put uh, on um, with me is Young Mattress mm-hmm. and Uptown Harlem. And if you don't know who Uptown Harlem is, y'all need to go check my man's out. Um, after that, I would definitely show love and put my boy uh, um, put my boy Swayze on. If he's not only a, a producer, he's an artist. Uh-huh. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> Hey, in general, who would, I, who would I want to do a show with? Like before he before he basically got canceled, um, <laughs> I would have definitely loved to been on been on the um, on stage with Tory Lanez because I feel like yeah we would have yeah. we have similar styles and it, that would have gone crazy. Yeah. Other than that, Eric Bellinger. That is my favorite. Eric Bellinger. He is my favorite like R and B. I like I and like how Smino. people. Oh yes, Mino is good too. Dang, come on, I need you to make this happen. I, I'm, I'm ready to buy my tickets and I'm getting VIP. You know like I don't care. I would spend a bag. Yeah. I would spend a whole bag to come to this to come to this show. Like yeah, that'll be a dope show. It'll be crazy. And then you gotta make sure you hit Charleston though. You gotta make sure you come here because people be skipping over us and going straight to Columbia and. Yeah. 
I don't want to drive all the way up Columbia. If it's right here, we got to call Sam right here. Please, somebody. I need you to make this happen. Yeah, they make it happen. Because right. now, like, make it happen for somebody else. Because it's already out there in the air now. And then, and then, and I'm gonna have uh, and just because ain't nobody would know or see this coming out, mm -hmm. I'm gonna have Drake and Lil Uzi Vert um, be like special guests, like no. Oh yeah, like so, how yeah. they would just, you would just bring them on, and be yeah. like and introducing. Yeah, and Drake come out like. Yeah, that would be dope. Yeah, <laughs> that's what um, Jayco did last year. He brought out Meek Mill, so I got to see Meek Mill too. Yeah. With a bunch of uh, other people, like, would you ever have a festival like that? If I had, yeah, I would definitely have a festival like like that. And then, like, the thing is, I like to show love to like those uh, who came before me. So, shout out to the big homies, Lab Junkies. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Mr. Taylor. I'll bring him out of retirement. Shout out to uh, um, uh, shout out to uh, Dirty Day, Slicker Slack, Pacino Dino. Like, you know, all these like uh, all these Charleston like artists that like yeah. came before me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Definitely bring them out. That would be a dope show and a dope festival. Like, what kind of food would you have out there? Cause I'm a foodie. I don't know. Oh well, then we we gotta do for the culture just in general. Like we gotta have we gotta have like the the, the Jamaican spot going. Yeah. Um, Cause like for real, like um, I gotta put my own, my my big homie uh, the Papa Chef out with his stuff too. Mm -hmm. Um. What else would I, would I, would I like to add? I got you thinking now. You, know you got this festival. You already got it at the, oh, you got it out, right here. Shout out to the Cocktail Bandit. So I definitely have them as a vendor. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like, like they be doing some special tequila drink stuff. Mm -hmm. um, it's already, it's a plan now. So you you have no choice but to make it happen at this I'm, point. I'm, I'm, I'm going to make a show happen. They may not have uh, Drake and Lil Uzi Vert on the car but i'm gonna make a i mean show shoot happen. you gotta start somewhere yeah, whether exactly. it is gonna be a bomb show I, like, and i'm gonna pop it. up <laughs> exactly. we need it we need it to we need something we need something to like reestablish. like cause at one point in time we had that type of thing going on in, in quarantine yeah now these venues are open and they're willing to let some of this stuff happen it's just you gotta do it right mm -hmm. you know and like people are scared because especially like now you got all this like racial tension you yeah see a lot of black people gather together it becomes a problem and we want to show that it ain't a problem. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. It'll be dope though. Well, it was nice having you out. I appreciate you. It was good seeing you again because we haven't like linked yeah. up in a long time. Long time. It's been so, so long. I don't even know how long it has been. But thank you for coming out. Thank you everyone for listening. Thank y'all for having me. Tune in for the next, next week or our next podcast that comes out. <laughs>